flags in 100 years. The house if you think we'll be insightful, clever or just well researched. We're here to say that's not the case, we'll just go out and wing it. We are two guys, one car. It is Sunday, 7th of April. Welcome to Two Guys, One Bag, an AFL podcast. I'm Will Anderson. And I am Charlie Clawson. And yes, we've been inundated with messages. We're three rounds into the season, so we thought rather than letting them get to a backlog like we normally do, we're reading messages from four months ago. Let's well, try and stay within. Technically, we will be reading messages from four months ago because everything up until this point is backlog. Yeah. And we haven't done one of these for about four months. So yeah. in a way, oh, no, you're no, right. I, and in another way, you haven't gone back that No, I, I, look, to anyone who's emailed us over the summer or whatever, look, I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. At we're, some stage, we can go back through the archives. Maybe. The, like, do we really want to? <laughs> I think it'll be when someone, when we find a message that's like, oh, I'm a GWS fan, I'm so upset about Tom Scully, like he's going to retire. Well, I just think it'd be nice to know what, you know, Nat Fife was up to in January. Yeah, right. Okay. We can do a deep dive on Nat Fife. Uh, uh, when we're recording this, the Bulldogs are losing by four goals to the Gold Coast at the time we started recording this. So I'm hoping by the end of this podcast, by the end, we'll it's have a happy ending. Better fucking news because... <laughs> I hate the Gold Coast. I already hate the Gold Coast as much as I can hate the Gold Coast. I don't need a reason to hate the Gold Coast more. You're the only person who has a feeling about the Gold Coast. Hate, I'm sure they'd be happy with that. I'm sure the administrators of the Gold Coast were like, we've, yeah. we've created a we've feeling in someone. we person who cares. <laughs> yeah. This is our first step. Someone hates us. Well, I must say, it is the actual place, the Gold Coast, that I hate more than yeah. the team, the Gold Coast. Yeah. But as I bulldoze the entire thing into the ocean, the team is going to get swept up in that and also be bulldozed into I the I mean, ocean. there's elements about the... I mean, you like Stewie Dew, right? I do love I love Stewie Dew. You love read, Stewie Dew. Read an in-depth profile about Stewie Dew today. Right. So would you message him before the bulldozing starts? Does he get a heads up? You're like, Stewie, get out of the Gold Coast. <laughs> Word to the wise. He's driving the bulldozer. Yeah. I'm like, Stewie, I've got a deal for you. Yeah. If you're willing to drive the bulldozer, I'll give you a heads up on when it's starting. You just put a bag of donuts at the beach and put him in the western suburbs and just watch him go charging through all the buildings on I the mean, Gold Coast. I mean, maybe that's how Stewie Dew inspires his players. Like, I'm there trying to bulldoze the Gold Coast into the ocean and he, Arthur Dent from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy style, goes and lies down in front of the bulldozer <laughs> just in his the dressing bull- gown. <laughs> the bulldozer just flips over. <laughs> over Stewie Dew. Yeah. It doesn't, can't even move. And breaks and the and the Gold Coast embraces him and they win the premiership. Yeah, all right, I like that. All right, story. I'd, I'd be happy to be part of the story. First message comes from Luke, and oh, by the way, if you'd like to send us a message, the best way to do uh, do it is to go to our Facebook page. I know a lot of people have issues with Zuckerberg and stuff, but oh, we do. We well, do. We? I do. Do you? Yeah. Like, are we changing our policy on correspondence? No. Okay. No, 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 no. I hate Facebook, but at the moment, it's the thing that's easiest to use for the podcast. But at some stage, if there's a better or easier thing, then we'll go to that. But in the meantime, we're stuck with Facebook. Yeah, we're stuck with Facebook. Uh, This first message comes from Luke. Hi, guys. Massive fan of the show. Good start. Good start already. Massive fan of the show. I actually met a guy a couple of weeks ago. I had a meeting. Uh, and I was talking to this guy and uh, we were just waiting for other people to arrive and we started talking about football and then he started talking about this podcast he listens to uh, uh, that Will Anderson does, an AFL podcast and he started into a sentence which was and this other guy who was moaning about the Saints and I quickly had to jump in and say that's my podcast Hi, Hi. <laughs> That was me I'm that other guy <laughs> Yeah uh, Would you like to hear me moan about the Saints in real life? Because I can do it at any stage It was great to see his pirouette He did the equivalent of Oh, uh, when are you expecting? Oh, I, the bus to arrive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey guys, big fan of the show. Been onto it since halfway through last season. I have enjoyed it ever since. 
I was listening to your round two podcast and I came across an odd connection. While Charlie was waxing lyrical about Chris Pagan, Dennis, uh, Chris Fagan, Dennis Pagan, getting very specific about what his general appearance and demeanor should be, he, you said cheap button-down cotton business shirt, a tie he keeps adjusting, a briefcase that keeps popping open, and it made me think... With a half-eaten sandwich. <laughs> you, were, you were very accurately describing old Gil from The Simpsons. Yeah, Gil Gunderson. Yeah. So, Luke, because you're new to the show, that's exactly that's where the exactly joke started. That's exactly what you were describing. <laughs> We believe that Dennis Fagan slash Chris Fagan uh, reminds us of Gil Gunderson from The Simpsons. Yeah, so you're very accurate with that. So uh, he wonders what Simpsons characters do the other are the other coaches oh, similar to? Wow, what a good, good question! Start. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um, how do we do this? How do we mm. go in order? Because um, we just need some sort of order to go through them. So we just go like alphabetical. So we start with Adelaide, Don Pike. Um, all right. Okay. So um, I'm going to say Don Pike. He's a bit sort of nondescript, isn't he, Don Pike? Yeah. Like, what sort of character is he? Is he one of like? Actually? Is he one of Lenny? Like a Lenny or a Carl sort of like bit player on the I periphery? But I'm not sure that he even has the dynamic of a Lenny. Then or they've a got Carl. more personality yeah. than Don Pike. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Don, Don Pike is really. Well, I can't even think of his personality. What is no. his personality like? That, well, I literally don't know what Don Pike Who's is the like. blandest character on The Simpsons? On The Simpsons. I mean, like, okay, I think we've started like, with... Gr- what about the, uh, the grimy, Grimes, the guy who... Frank Grimes. Frank Grimes. <laughs> Frank Grimes is, Grimes. Isn't that the joke about him? Is he's completely normal in every yes. capacity and he can't understand why everyone loves this wacky Homer Simpson so much. Okay, Don Pikey Pike. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good. That was well done, Charlie. I thought we were going to fail at the first hurdle. Uh, all right. So, well, well, Brisbane, we've already done. Okay. So, yeah, Brisbane, already done. Uh, so, I actually said alphabetically, but I'm just looking at the ladder. So, let's just go down the ladder now. Okay. Yeah, uh, sure. Geelong. So, Chris Scott. Chris Scott. Are well, they, it, the, are tw- the twin girls. Oh, the twin girls. Yeah, okay. So, that's so the Chris. Scott brothers <laughs> are the twin girls from The Simpsons. <laughs> and now, are they the twin uh, little girls? Yeah. Or are they uh, Patty and... No, they're Patty and Selma. Oh, they're Patty and Selma. Yeah, much tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them has a a pet iguana. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, they're definitely the Patty and Selma. Uh, Okay, so what about uh, Leon Cameron? Oh, that's a good one. Leon Cameron, to me, like he's. He's got a bit of mo. It looks like Mo Sizlak. He's got a very much a Mo look, but I feel like he's a a younger Mo. Like, because he feels a bit more like, even in the AFL still, he feels a bit more like a younger coach. Oh, you know who I reckon he is? Jimbo Jones. Too young. You know who I think he is? Okay. He's the relief teacher that Lisa Simpson falls in love with. (laughs) The one voiced by Dustin Hoffman. Because he coaches essentially like a young team in the AFL and a bunch of young guys, and they all look up to him because they're all re-signing the GWS Giants. They seem to love him. So he has that kind of appeal. He's the cool teacher. Yeah, he definitely, he does have a bit of cool teacher about him. You're absolutely right. Uh, You're good at this. Okay. This is Jimbo Jones. Okay. Luke Beveridge. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or Bart Simpson. (laughs) No, no, Jimbo. Jimbo I reckon Luke Beveridge is definitely Jimbo. Yeah, he's got the skateboard, which is a bit Bartish, but no. Cutting his own hair, I reckon that'd yeah. be real Jimbo. And he used to have the mullet. Like yeah, Jimbo. and I, oh yeah, he's got the Jimbo mullet. Um, I reckon he would also have that sort of thing, like Jimbo style, where he'd just be like, what, his romantic move would be like, yeah, my pants are chafing me. 
Except he's like, now my premiership medallion's chafing me. me. I better give it to Bob Murphy. Now Bob Murphy's premiership medallion's chafing me. Uh, Okay, Adam Simpson. Uh, All right, Adam Simpson. Well, what's he? He's kind of, what's he known as? He's a bit sort of clean cut. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's like the nice guy. Yeah. Ned, Ned Flanders? Ned Flanders. One of them's got to be Ned. He seems like the Ned, the most Ned Flanders-ish. Oh, because God. they're all, because all the other co- are Ned Flanders, I think. I mean, technically... Unless we come across a better Ned Flanders. Technically, we are overlooking the fact that he is the only one of the coaches whose last name is actually Simpsons. <laughs> Should we assign one of the Simpsons to him? And West Coast have yellow, which is the Simpsons skin colour in their jerseys. Like, is he a Simpson? Could he be a Simpson? He's not really, though, is he? No, not, not, no. I couldn't see him being a Simpson. I'm just thinking maybe he's like, like a Kent Brockman or something like that. Mainly because he's got grey hair. <laughs> no, I think, I like Ned Flanders because he seems like a nice guy and the kind of guy who wouldn't swear or whatever. If you've seen that 14 minutes of the grand final that just went up on the AFL website, like, he just seemed like a real lovey-dovey kind of good Good guy, coach. Yeah, absolutely. And in some ways, you know, the border between Western Australia and the Eastern States is much like the fence between Homer and the Flanders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're all always going over there, borrowing their mining yeah. resources. Yeah, and, they seem, and they seem to have, like, everything so great over yeah. in WA, and so good looking and tanned and... <laughs> and, got- yeah, and look, to be honest, a lot of their players have the same haircuts as Rod and Todd. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that works. Ken Hinckley. Lenny. Lenny. Ken Inkley's so Lenny. Yeah, 100% Lenny. Yeah. Who we'll draft Jack Watts? Yeah. He's 100% Lenny. Uh, uh, Ross Lyon. Oh. Grumpy uncle. Who's like, Ross Lyon, and go with me on this. Yes, okay. The comic book guy. Because you oh. know, when you see Ross Lyon do a press conference and he doesn't like a question, worst Question ever. You know, he likes to get a bit snarky and sarcastic. I would have thought that he has... Yeah, I get that also. I think he's got a little bit of a superintendent charmers about him as well. Uh, Only in that he has that sort of older... Like, seems to be always a bit mad at Skinner for some reason. (laughs) Okay. Well, he's one of those two. Uh, Alistair Clarkson. Who's got it all in The Simpsons? Who's like the, you know, the guy just everything's coming up, Homer. Oh, he's Montgomery Burns. <laughs> no, he's not Montgomery Burns. Is he? Who is he? Um, uh, what about uh, like Ramir Wolfcastle? No. Oh, is Ross Lyon a bit more crusty the clown? Crusty the clown. Like Ross Lyon's a bit more crusty, <laughs> isn't he? <It's> like, <laughs> and like always has some weird one-liners yeah. and like involved in some dodgy schemes. Like that that to me feels a bit more Ross Lyon. Okay, Ross Lyon, Crusty the Clown. Alistair Clarkson. Uh, Clarko. Well, he's the, the thing about Clarko is he's a school teacher. Oh, you know who he is? Who? Hank Scorpio. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hank Scorpio. Yeah. Like clean cut, got everything going yeah. on, but you know, just is far and away the most powerful person yeah. in that series. Yeah, okay. Uh, Nathan Buckley hmm. who's a clean cut kind of military type dude well oh, you could sit you watch to those sideburns kind of I don't know like Buckley what are his defining characteristics discipline um, but now he's kind of like you know he's kind of like he's got a military kind of he does have a military demeanor about demeanor him. like an, is, was there ever a soldier guest character or anything no. like that? oh yeah the guy who ran the navy remember when they recruited the kids into the navy by playing them <laughs> when they, the boys were in the boy band 
And, right. and when, when, it, when backwards it said, join the Navy, yeah. remember that guy? Yes. He's that guy. Yeah, and he's, also, and he's also king of the kids. Yeah. So that makes sense as well. All right, Stewie Jew, we described. Did we already describe Stewie Jew as being... No. Barney Gumble? <laughs> Stewie, you ever felt unattractive? Oh, not for a second. Uh, horse, John Longmire. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, I reckon the horse, John Longmire, is like the guy who was too big to get into his little car. Fun off. Are you laughing at me in my automobile? Because <laughs> he has that kind of lanky kind of quality. Um, he's got a, a, a more Kent brockman sort of appearance though. Yeah. Like he's got that sort horse. of... What's, his, what's, what's John Longmire's defining characteristic? He doesn't really have a strong... It's not particularly funny or angry or sarcastic. No. No, no, no. He's, he's very much... Uh, a supporting character in The Simpsons. He really is, isn't he? He's a bit, it, that's funny. When you are forced to think of it like this, it does actually make you think, what are their defining characteristics? Like, John Longmire is very popular with the players. They all really like him. I know that. He's... Um, what is his success as a coach? He's a pretty, like, because they don't go out of the eight, you know, very often. And in his time, they've been an dependable. incredibly successful team. Dependable. Dependable. That's what he is, right? Skinner. He's just dependable. Principal Skinner. Principal Skinner, maybe? I mean. No, no. Alan Richardson is Principal Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> as I was thinking about what a Principal Skinner's like characteristics, I'm like, Kind of self-deluded, you know, in charge, of, in charge of a bunch of kids who don't seem to listen. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's definitely Alan Richardson. Um, I don't horse. Know. We'll have to maybe come back horse. to horse. Yeah. Okay, uh, Dimmer. Well, he's... He's kind of... What is Dimmer? Because Dimmer's kind of a bit Luke Beveridge-y. Like, he could be yeah. in that Jimbo Jones... Who's the main bully from The Simpsons? Um, so there's Jimbo, uh -huh. and then, yeah, that's Jimbo. No, Jimbo's got the beanie. Oh, sorry, him. that's uh, Nelson. No Nelson. Man. You've got Nelson, Jimbo, and Kearney. Hang on, is Ross Lyon Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about it. He does have... Nelson qualities. A lot of adult Nelson type qualities. I mean, I know he's not. we're not talking about him, but Neil Baum... <laughs> I think is Nelson as a player and as a coach you yeah. know, and an administrator. Uh, Dimmer. I mean, Dimmer's got that thing. When I think of Dimmer, I think he's got that hard edge. Like he's quite jovial in his press interviews and in the way he talks about his players and stuff. But I can never sort of forget the kind of player he was. And I think that always lurks underneath. It's like you wouldn't want to fuck with him. So, it's, so that's why I'm thinking more like Nelson or the Jimbo kind of category. You know, does he have that kind of... Is there a bully or a bad guy in The Simpsons that Dimmer's like? Could he be the... I mean, just because of the hair, could he be the monorail salesman? <laughs> I mean, he feels like he's a little bit more uh, competent and permanent than the monorail salesman, though. That's the Ross Lyon is Mayor Quimby. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so easy to name Simpsons characters that remind us of Ross Lyon? But, well, you know what the thing we're noticing is you're kind of playing just sort of ordinary man. Yeah. That not a big kind of character on the Simpsons. Yeah. 
That's what we're getting. Whereas yeah, like Ross, Ross Lyon could be eight of them. Dimmer and Horse, we just have to throw into a category of like yeah. the unnameable. Uh, John Worsfold. Gee. Um, hmm. I mean, is there a character in The Simpsons who is just like oblivious as everything around him is just blowing up? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like a Baghdad Bob type thing. Is there a character like that? Um, who does he remind me of? He's a... He's... Because he is very straight ahead, isn't he? Yeah. Um, like Mrs. Krabappel, Smithers. He's definitely not a Smithers. Smithers is an assistant coaching sort of role. Anyway. Yeah. You know, Smithers isn't your main role. And we don't really have a Mr. Burns anymore since Mick Malthouse stopped coaching. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it, there's not a Homer type AFL coach, is there? Like what main characters? No, I mean, we, Chris Pagan, maybe we're going Fagan the other way. Time. <laughs> yeah, so there's no Homer type character, there's... but we didn't really assign. What if there's a Lisa, like intelligent, compassionate, wears a heart and a sleeve? Is Brendan Bolton Lisa? I was going to say that Brendan Bolton was Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Thrill house. <laughs> Everything's coming up, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. Brendan Bolton is Millhouse. Jeez, um, I don't know. I think Worsfold. He kind of seems like a, a, someone that Homer might work with. Oh, someone, a colleague from the... Colleague. Yeah. Rectory. Or maybe one of the guys at the bar. One of the regulars at the bar. Who's the guy with the trucker hat and the glasses in episodes? Oh, he's John Worsfold. John Worsfold. That guy. Yeah. That character we can't name. Uh, we have to throw a blank out of a Worsfold, Don't Dimmer know. and Longmire. Uh, Brendan Bolton and then Simon Goodwin. Oh, well, Simon. He's the monorail salesman. Yeah, he's the monorail salesman. It sounded salesman. great last year. And then we're realizing there's no fucking brakes on the thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He, he might have sold us a Melbourne rail. Uh, all right, cheers, Luke. That was great. We got yep, pretty good. much half the episode done with one question. How long have we done? Yeah, we certainly did. <laughs> yeah, right. We said we might do 15 minutes. We've done 15. Might do another letter. Uh, he signs off West off of the common medal. You heard it here first. Okay. Uh... Hey, guys. Uh, this is from Ben Warner. Hey, guys. Hope you've uh, noticed that Ollie Wines isn't playing due to a dislocated shoulder he got through an Australia Day wakeboarding accident. Yes. This is certainly the most bogan injury you can attain. What are your thoughts? <laughs> is wakeboarding bo bogan? I've never understood where water sports, like particularly like, you know, as in... Like jet skis. I know jet skis, are, are they rich or are they bogan, jet skis? Bogan. Really? Yeah, it's like getting a hotted up Nissan Pulsar. Okay. Uh, so what about water skiing? Is water skiing rich person or bogan? Rich person. So wakeboarding, which is just kind of water skiing, but... On a boogie board. It's the equivalent of snowboarding or the equivalent of yeah. like, you know, yeah, exactly. Boogie board. Whatever. It's just another way of doing that. We're going to get so many angry fucking wakeboarder letters. It's, like, it's a sport. It's an Olympic sport. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I mean, they do lots of shit at the Olympics. Uh, I don't... I, I mean, I guess it's... But I don't know enough about it. I mean, water skiing, I always think, well, you've got to a, be able to afford a speedboat and a, a lake getting get to a lake. I think that people do think that those style of water sports are bogan things to do. Yeah, right. But why? I don't know. I don't understand. They seem like... You need money. Seem like you need money to do them. Yeah. And 
they seemed like they would be fun. Yeah. Like doing stuff on the water's fun. I went water skiing once. It was unreal. <laughs> like when I was young, like I loved it. And like going in the surf and stuff's good. Being on the back of a boat on a wakeboard, that sounds amazing. <laughs> like not amazing enough that I've ever done it. Yeah, or dislocated your shoulder or made yourself unavailable for selection. Yeah, but <clears throat> it doesn't feel that bogan to me. Of all the things that a, Adelaide, a Port Adelaide footballer can be oh, doing. Oh, yeah, like punched out at the Ramsgate. That's a bogan yeah. pre-season injury. Yeah, snort, snorting Weisenpulver <laughs> off somebody's breast at Oktoberfest feels a little more bogan to me. Uh, next letter's from Alex. Hey, Will and Charlie. Big Essendon fan here wondering... Do you think Essendon should bring back Brendan Goddard in an on-field motivator, as an off-field motivator now that runners aren't allowed on the field? I feel like the boys haven't played well since they wanted to get his screaming ass off their back. Yeah, I, I, I mean, what would, he, what would his official role be? Could he be like an assistant coach? Do they go on the boundary line? No, literally, you know now the runners just, they only allow to run every now and again and they mm. hold up signs mostly. That's perfect for BJ. Just like, you know, being on the on the side of the ground, just yelling at blokes. Just not even getting messages from the coach. This Has is- a complete free license to yell whatever he wants at any stage. No, I think, look, let's update it for the modern era. Brendan Goddard on the sidelines with his phone, just putting tweets up and they appear on the scoreboard. So it's just like he can be bagging out players, but so everyone can see. Hey, Melbourne uh, ran through a banner of mean tweets. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, this week, and they're going to have heaps more yeah, mean tweets to run material. through next week. So it's going to be a big banner. Um, but maybe Essendon could go the opposite. They're like, we're not afraid of mean tweets. We embrace mean <laughs> tweets. In fact, we've employed Brendan Goddard to mean tweet. And the, the tweets come up. We've hired... Because they probably can't put them on the, uh, they probably can't put them on the scoreboard, right? But yep. here's what they could do: they could buy ad space. You know those electronic mm. billboards around the, the ground where they the flash ground. up advertising. The club could just go. We've paid for, you know, so it'll flash up every like two minutes when Brent, Brendan got <laughs> Brendan's <that>. latest spray, <laughs> latest spray will come up along the ground, and so the players can't help but see it. Yeah. You're running towards goal, and you've just got Brendan Goddard calling you a fucking yeah. goose. Merit useless. Hashtag useless. <laughs> like imagine that trying yeah. to go for the ball, and it's like Brendan Goddard saying you're useless in massive <laughs> letters that everyone can read. That's motivating. Uh, Reese uh, writes into us, Hey, Will and Charlie. <clears throat> I figured that my old man's club theme song for the Peninsula Raiders in the Super Rules Over 35s competition was worth dissecting. I've always found it brilliant yet hilarious. So hopefully it's not something that you just had to be there for to share the opinion. <clears throat> the song is sung to the tune of The Road to Gundagai. Okay, so there's a track winding back to an old-fashioned track along the road to Gundagai. So it goes... Come on, boys, make a noise. We're the Red Hot Raider boys. We are the boys from Mornington. Here's what I would say. What? Red Hot Boys? <laughs> the first thing that left <laughs> out to me. Too many boys. Yeah. To me, like, they've used the word boys too much for a start in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they made boys run with boys. <laughs> yeah. There's too many uses of the word boys. It's, run it through slowly now. Um, line by line. You don't have to sing it. Come Just on, me, boys. Come on, boys is not a line you could use in a song in this day and age. Make a noise. Again. <laughs> We're the Red Hot Raider boys. Come on, boys, make a noise. We're the Red Hot Raider boys. Yeah. We are the boys from Mornington. We are the boys from Mornington. Yeah, okay. That's the, We are the boys from Mornington is the first PG line in this dirty fucking <laughs> dirty filthy limerick. song that was clearly written by Rodney a collaboration Rude. between Rodney Root, Kevin Bloody Wilson and Prince it in his dirtiest. <laughs> 
Uh, he continues, the word boys may be overused, but still... A per- <laughs> yes. It's still a perfectly solid theme song start. Is it? Okay, so then this is the next verse, the next lines. You can bring up all your locals. You can bring up all your locals. And bring them to the top. And bring them to the top. But the Raider boys are coming. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they're coming on the hop. Oh. Poor okay. old hop. That's their full forward. <laughs> James Hopworth. <laughs> Justin West Hop. Yeah. When they do their Gatorade shower, it's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different. They're, we're coming on the hop. Um, does, no, doesn't that mean they're ejaculating but only on one leg? <laughs> of, of the hop. <laughs> His left one, to be specific. Uh, he, see, he says, uh, now this is the point where the team full of blokes of varying levels of fitness aged between 35 and 70. Well, again, the word boys has been overused in this theme song then because none of them are boys. Do you reckon anyone, I'd like to know who the oldest player in that team is. I didn't realise that Mar- the Masters League went up to 70. That's got to be some oh and s issues, surely. Oh, well, I mean... I guess you sign a waiver. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you can do your knee playing AFL. You can do your knee when you're 70. Uh, so it's full of blokes between the ages of uh, fitness between the age of 35 and 70. They put life and limb on the line by taking instruction from these words and hopping up and down for the remainder of the song. Oh, man, you know what? Like every time I think that there's something wrong with it, I then start to go, oh, no, this is the magic of it. <laughs> Come on, boys, make some noise. We're the Red Hot Raider boys. We are the boys from Mornington. So he's continuing yeah. to win to the next chorus. Uh, next, yeah. Now, this is where any second rate ordinary theme song would end. But this is where it gets really good. The spiritual leader of the team gets in the middle of the circle. I love that, how that's become a thing. Yep. So who's the bulldogs? Who's the guy who leads the second chorus mm, chant thing? That's a good point. I don't actually know who that is. It used to be Stephen Milne at the Saints. Now it's Jack Stephen. And they do tend to pass it on. Yes. It becomes a... The, the larrikin, or yep. I guess the spiritual leader of your side, generally gets those duties. Uh, okay, so now this is where any second-rate ordinary theme song would end, but this is where it gets good. The spiritual leader of the team gets in the middle of the circle and starts this brilliant round of call and response. So he goes, what do we sleep on? Beds? No. Seaweed! Because in the morning to Peninsula, I guess. What do we eat? Seaweed? Fish! <laughs> you could also eat seaweed. How do we eat it? Uh, with our mouths? Raw! The players converge in the middle. Now, I was having too much fun trying to answer the questions and I actually haven't paid attention. Okay. But I'm suddenly... So they're all hopping on one leg still at this point? Yeah. So, oh, no, I think it's just for that verse. Okay, you can they, bring all your locals and bring them to the top, but the Raider boys are coming and they're coming on the hop. And so, so they just hop on that bit. Yeah. So he says, uh, this is the point where the so guys the call and fitness response. jump. Yeah. So yeah. now we're, we go to the second verse of where yeah. the boys from Wellington and now it gets to the call and response where okay. I go, what do we sleep on? Seaweed. Apparently. <laughs> what do we eat? Fish. How do we eat it? Raw. It's really bad for you. I mean, to be honest, if you're going to have raw fish, you might as well include the seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> they invented Japanese food. That's all they're saying. The players converge in the middle, holding their hands out flat in front of them, wiggling their fingers at one another, and thus ends the greatest football club theme of all time. It's pretty good. I mean, it is. It's a clubhouse leader. Yeah. Well, Rach, just to, uh, 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 to to make you uh, feel better, it was as good. You didn't have to be there for that to be amazing. You described it very well. And I also hope that this opens a raft of correspondence on the topic if people have equally ridiculous club rituals that their local club used to do and they remember the lyrics of their song. This is an area 
that is uh, of great interest to me. So if you have something like that, where there's a bunch of old blokes hopping oh. on one leg and then shouting about how they love sushi <laughs> as they talk about coming on boys, if you think your club song was equally hilarious, please, please right send it to us. Uh, have we got time for one more? Yeah, or? Okay. Uh, and I may just read ahead on this one because Wayne Carey's name came up. I just want to oh. make sure that's not a question. <laughs> yeah, that's probably good advice. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, hang on. Let me just double. All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, Tom says, hey, guys, I was watching Talking Footy the other week with a man most famed for his care of others' well-being, Wayne Carey. Okay. Did you clean that up or is that what he said? That's what he said. Okay, that's all right. They were discussing the turf at the Docklands, commenting on how the players wanted a safer surface to play on after the round one rip-ups. Yeah. Kerry was basically saying that the players were too soft and demanded too much. And back in my day, neither Darst nor Tim Watson, the other guys on the show, challenged him on this. But is it really ridiculous to ask for a safe workplace? You would demand something similar in any office environment, would you? Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it's that I don't particularly like Kerry because he bashed Wim. <laughs> okay, so man, that was the bit I was trying to get edit to. Edit point, edit point, <laughs> yeah. edit point. But he was pretty outraged by the idea of play, uh, player safety, and it stuck with me for almost a fortnight. Yeah, that is dumb. I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize that anyone had accused the players of being soft, but that's fucking crazy. Like, to see a player potentially do a knee in round one, like, how could anyone think that that's a player being soft? Players aren't soft. No. It's a stupid thing to say. Um, the players have never been fitter, never been faster. The game has never been more demanding. Um, people can just, in the very nature of playing the game now, blow out their knee and have a year out of... that. That's out of your life, let alone out of the game you like and your chosen profession and the fact that your knee's going to hurt for the rest of your fucking life. Mm. And that just happens even when they have perfect playing conditions because of the nature and speed and athleticism of the game. So walking onto that field every time, like imagine if you went to work yeah. and you knew that there was a chance potentially yeah. that that night you blow out your knee and for a year you can't work. You can't work. Or and it, break a leg or get a fucking concussion or any of the things that happen. So at the very least, you should <laughs> give have, them the best possible yeah. conditions to break their knees. If in. you started a new job and they said, your office is in here, yep. just uh, be careful when you're crossing yep. to your desk because the carpet could give way, you could twist and break your, break your leg. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I think you'd have course to say, hang on, can we get the carpet sorted out before I start work? Oh no, this is a job. In doing this job, at some stage you might break your leg. Also... <laughs> We've got wonky grass. <laughs> I hope that's all right. So, hope that's all right. Hope that doesn't put any extra fear in your head when you're going about your business. We want... No, I I mean, I think the game... The best conditions we can get the players, the better. 100%. Obviously. 100%. Um, we'll do one more tweet before we okay, go. This great. came to us via Twitter. This is from Brendan, who's a big fan of the show. And I wanted to read this because he's done a great job here. We've a lot of nickname talk so far okay, great. in the season. And we said that the... The more levels you have to go through, the more hoops you have to jump through to get to the name, the better the nickname. And also, by the way, thank you to everybody who's embraced the idea of... Uh, Tommy Sheets Tommy Sheridan. Sheets Sheridan. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Hashtag Sheets. Uh, did his calf on the weekend. Well, see, this no is good. what I mean. Torn Sheets. And, yeah. Uh, no, but this is the point, right? He's 25 years old. He finally gets his opportunity at the top level. He's just been given a cracking nickname by an obscure <laughs> AFL podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he tears his hands through. Yeah. Soft. Soft. <laughs> Brendan Wright. Beautifully soft sheets. Sheridan sheets. Here you go. Here's one for you guys. Okay. Heath Shaw leads to heater. Leads to Fujitsu. 
Which now, means, is this his actual nickname? No, I think this, this is, is this is Brendan coming up with a perfect okay. nickname for right, Heathshaw. So Heath, Heathshaw yep. becomes Heater, which I think Heater. is his nickname. Yes. But from there, you can go to Fujitsu. Fujitsu is a type of Heater. Heater. Sure. From there, which is a bit of a flip, but I don't mind it, Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, yeah, no, I like it. That's the sort of thing that if they were calling him Fujitsu at training, eventually it'd become, become Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. That's fine. Now, don't freak out here. Okay. Ooh. But he, the next one from Ooh. Jiu-Jitsu, he gets Jew. Okay. <laughs> but... From Jew, he goes to Bar Mitzvah. Okay. Bar Mitzvah to Chocolate Bar. Uh-huh. From Chocolate Bar to Mars Bar. Mars Bar to Mars Volta. Mars Volta to Volts. Volts to Battery. Battery to Duracell. Duracell to Bunny. Heathshaw is now Bunny. I mean, apart from the period where it danced around being anti-Semitic <laughs> in the middle, I was pretty happy with it. <laughs> Uh, we're going to try and make two guys one bag a more regular segment a little bonus when we do shorter episodes so uh, yeah the best way to contact us is on Facebook to send us a message or do what Brendan did and write a tweet just try to avoid the anti-Semitism please <laughs> <laughs> bloody political correctness gone man can't even enjoy a bloody footy podcast anymore play on not 15 Bolt. we are two guys one car